Welcome to this edition of OBBM Network News brought to you by Offbeat Business Media, LLC. Today, we'll give you a close-up look at public policy discussions, plus national and global news and commentary. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, life values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available on CBS Orlando 55.11, Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and available to anyone on your smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com, Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, Rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. You ready to get started? I am. Let's go. To the Health Engineer Show, I'm Cliff Buclay, the Health Engineer, right here on the Offbeat. Hi, I'm Larry Cortez, and this is Big. Hi, my name is Susan Hamilton, and you're watching Offbeat. Hi, this is Dewey Milano. Welcome to Big Ideas. Welcome back. We're going to talk a little bit about money. You know, I put this one in there earlier, and we talked about it during our briefing earlier. This is uh, Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul. Every year he likes to publish his federal waste list of grievances yeah. and overexpensive money. Uh, this year is no exception. He called it this year the Festivus Report. But he and his staff uh, itemized, founded, itemized $482 billion yeah, that's a lot of waste, dude. worth of waste. It's a half yeah. a trillion dollars worth of waste. Yeah. Now, it doesn't relate to any specific bill or anything. It's just where the government spends useless money. You know, if we don't rein this in, and, and that, therein lies the, a lot of what we're going to be talking about today, is how do you rein this stuff in? Because it yeah. seems so out of control. It doesn't sound like our legislators are actually listening to us. I, I would wager to bet most of us in the United States of America did not take a look at what this omnibus bill was and say, I like that idea. Most of us went, what on earth are you thinking? And what on earth have you done with the money However, we gave you last our, month? Our, our people in Congress didn't look at it either. That's the truth. They were handed that bill the night before. It's a four thousand page bill. They got it at one in the morning. They got it at one in the morning yeah. for voting on the next day. Nobody read that bill. So it harkens back to so Madam I, Pelosi saying, well, we got to pass it in order to know what's in it. Well, didn't she do that with the Obamacare bill? Yep, so did. what I'd like to know is clearly something else is going on there. That makes no sense that a bunch of people would get together that say they represent us. They didn't even read it. They saw some highlights that they decided they liked and all, and they went for it, man. They went for I it. I don't think us ever enters into this I conversation. Think it I think it's whoever, uh, special interest group or lobbyist, mm -hmm. those are the people they're talking to That's anymore. They're really like not talking more, to us. It? Because I can't imagine a rational human being spending money on hamsters, on steroids, puppies with cocaine, drunk mice, or whether or not. Thanos can snap his fingers in a metal glove. No rational human being would, would spend our money. You know, to we, do that. we talk a lot about when we, when we think back about our dads, they were a lot alike, right? And it's funny because some of the same phrases. Yeah. I remember my dad uh, would, would say, uh, you know, geez, I spent this much money on a toilet seat. It was just mind boggling, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the discussions about what's been going on in, with money in our federal government go back generations. I was, was going to say, and this one's federal, Susan. Yeah. And our next story today actually brings it really home yeah. because it's right here in Texas. Um, our, our legislature is about to meet. We only meet 
uh, once every two years here in the state of Texas. That's the only time the legislature meets, and it's about to start this week, I think. Um, yeah, this yeah. year it's going to be a little different because they are going to have a surplus, $27 billion, I think, worth of uh, extra money. But how they're going to spend that, after what we just read on the federal side, are they doing similar things on the on the Texas side as well? Oh, you know, every state really needs to uh, take a look at where your money's going. You know, it's hard to find it, but you can find it. And, you know, it's one of those things that made us go, wait a minute, these priorities, I'm glad that you want to, um, so for instance, this article uh, from the Austin American Statesman says that there's four things to know about Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick's plans for the Texas legislature in 2023. He's got some great ideas. Um, and they're not outside of what we really do want to see. No, things like things like uh, uh, property taxes, sure. property tax relief for homeowners. And it's amazing how many people really believe that if you, well, if you t eliminate the property tax, which is actually in the process, I believe, according to Texas Public Policy Foundation and all the discussions we've had with them recently, I believe that's actually going to happen here. Uh, but there's so many people that believe that if you do that, now you'll have an income tax. And that's not true. Well, no. No, but the, but the money has to be replaced from something. Well, so does it? Because you they've take, got a surplus of all kinds of money. Well, not but the surplus, sense of it. We, spend, we spend tens of billions of dollars in the state of Texas. The surplus would only carry us for a year. And when you think about how, yeah. where those, those, those dollars are, even in your state, my friends, start looking at what our superintendents are even being paid in our school districts. It is a ludicrous amount of money that we are paying for some of these positions yeah. that often are just salary. But we've got to take a look at that. And I know that's inspired us to go ahead and start learning the Texas Constitution. The Constitution of your state is actually very, very strong. It's usually much larger than the Constitution. More robust. Uh, and, and it really is supposed to be more dutiful at protecting and securing our rights yeah. as Texas citizens. Well, somehow, I guess they said we can. it's okay to have a surplus on the book. And they I want to see well, that they, money come back. Yeah, there's always going to be a surplus. What's, what they determine is how much of the surplus can they spend, or right now they don't have to return it. So I noticed on uh, the lieutenant governor's plans, now this is just his want list, he really would like to return some of that money. That's one of his goals, but well, that's I don't certainly think, what he said. Yeah, I don't think any of the people in Congress, they'd hate to give back that. money, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm not no. sure that any of them yeah. uh, want to do that because they, there's somebody waiting there. I'm telling you, when this legislation, <laughs> uh, when this mm -hmm. kicks off, um, everybody's sitting there waiting for money. Uh, but we've got so much more to talk about when we come back. What is the role of American government anyway? Is the role of government to decide where I can go and where I can't? is the role of government to work tirelessly to destroy vital infrastructure that keeps goods and services from my customers? Is the role of government to choose who can drive, fly, or ride according to mandated stipulations that threaten my body, health, mind, and conscience? Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable. It's time to act with one voice. My voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice too. Your voice, your feet, your vote, not just at the ballot box, but training to be a poll watcher, precinct chair, judge, or early ballot counter, so you are doing all you can to protect the fairly counted American vote. Move Freely America. Go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely America. 
Because my voice and my voice together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. MoveFreelyAmerica.org. has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today, that's 469-450-7350. Hi, and welcome back. Uh, our next story comes to us from uh, Las Vegas, actually. It's uh, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show 2023. They have just completed their uh, their annual trade show. And I, I thought this was appropriate because we're all about business here at OBBM. And I really didn't look at some of the funny stuff that's there because there's a tremendous amount at the at the show. You didn't year. look at any of the funny stuff? I did, but I'm not sharing that today. Uh, but I did kind of hone in on a little bit of how we're going to see our work environment change according yeah. to these uh, enlightened people at the CES. So uh, you and I have talked about this before, but the metaverse is big, right? How that is going to infringe more on our workaday world. So one thing they pointed out was uh, we did a lot of Zoom calling in the past, but in the future, you might have your avatar be involved in a discussion and the other people, you're seeing their avatar, they're seeing your avatar, and you're having this this meeting all as fake people, I guess. In well, the so when you said the metaverse is big, I know that the idea is big, and a lot of people want to talk about how big that is. But we, I, I really want to see more on what people are really doing because I know advertising they couldn't really wrangle in what they needed to last year in 2022. Nope. And the idea that people would spend all of their time inside of this virtual world for work and play because they want it all. They want you, as a matter of fact, there's even an innovation, uh, the, the conference right here in Dallas where the ISD is looking at how we can have an, a virtual education. The idea of the metaverse is actually quite large and we're gonna continue to bring you information about that because you should be very, very well versed in this discussion. They're talking about a metaverse-based hybrid office. And uh, yeah, that's you know, why I say where your avatars are participating. That could happen, they had a whole conference over it. So I'm sure there was a whole lot more. That's right. Uh, what else you got? Face recognition. And I noticed that you placed this article in here. Why don't you I kind of did. get us up to speed? On uh, because we've got to have privacy, safe face recognition, don't we? I don't know. A lot of people don't mind it. A lot of people are using face recognition to open up their phones and uh, get into just about everything. Before we get down that path, though, on this particular article, I did notice that the, the reason they're highlighting this is because they're trying to make facial recognition safer. The way they're doing that is they don't, traditionally face recognition goes, uploads to the cloud. It uploads to a central processing. What this company is trying to do is keep that data localized on your own PC. 
the data itself doesn't go anywhere else. So the face re facial recognition occurs on your localized PC and, and all the data that's accumulated thereby sticks locally as well. Whether or not that will actually prove to be safer, who knows? Uh, the technical world is a little bit more complex than I'm able to. It does say the wireless video doorbells are going to feature face recognition at the edge. Yeah. Um, but it says, unlike those edge solutions, those cloud-based facial recognition platforms process personal information centrally by sending data from homes and businesses to be analyzed by at data centers. So they want that everything, including better. your ring doorbell. Mm -hmm. They don't want that facial recognition from that ring doorbell to go up anywhere else. It's just going to go to you, your PC, your phone, whatever it is. So okay, that could that. be an answer. I don't know. That sounds really good. All right. So what about, um, you know, when we're looking Malawi, we've got another story here that uh, they've issued IDs for children. And now there's these privacy concerns arising. You know, I, I have to admit, I didn't know what Malawi was. I had to look it up. I, I didn't realize it was a it was a country. It's a country. Uh, and, and after reading the article, it says that Malawi doesn't have a lot of ID, period. In other, in other words, I, I didn't understand how Malawi even issues a passport because many of their, most of their citizens don't have their birth records anywhere. Well, they don't so have anything. Part of a more, so a recent government push from October to register 8.4 million children below the age of 16 by 2023. Uh, and it's raising concerns about privacy and surveillance with biometric data being collected on, on even newborns being issued a unique um, ID number is the Digital Malawi Project that sets out to link every citizen to a government database. So this is very much underneath the, uh, the uh, what, UN Development Agency. So all of this is part of that smart city, my friends. This is this is part of how that works, and they're already using that in some of these smaller countries. So we want to just make sure you're aware of that because you're going to hear about it more and more. And it sounds it can sound like a good thing, right? A lot of well, and in some cases it can be good. So it's it's like you have to really look closely to find out where it is. So if if this particular country, which is small in nature, it it doesn't have a lot of record keeping. I don't understand how they internally help their population when they don't track any information on them. You got to have something. So I don't agree with that. At uh, all. Anyway, That's next part of how we do things around next here. Next up is uh, Google. We've got <laughs> Google in the news again. Google and YouTube—they're in trouble. Obviously, there's a big lawsuit for them uh, because they—they they have been accused of steering uh, all our children towards specific destinations with on within Google and on YouTube. We all know they're doing it. They know we know that they're doing it, and they're now upset because they're being called on the carpet. You know, a lot of people don't realize just how frequently they're being sued by other nations, and we talk about that a lot. And they're spend, you know, they settle yeah, quietly, they right? They settle quietly. Yeah, none of this stuff. They know they're guilty, up. and this is a, this is a problem. So. Um, we've just, our kids, guys, our kids in our screen time really think about how much time we let the kids on, this, on the screens, no matter how old they are. There's a life outside of that screen. Enjoy it because there's another life inside the screen and you really want to spend more time out. Let's keep the discussion pointed on Google and we'll go to this next story. It uh, has a pretty evocative title, Porn, Privacy, Fraud. What? What lurks inside Google's black box empire? But the, the gist of this article is that it's reporting. So it's, it's Google and how much should Google be responsible for to let the rest of the population know about some aspects of their business? So the article is insinuating that we should be entitled to know everything about every advertiser that Google utilizes. 
I don't know about that. Where do you so think they get their money? They focus. Well, they should. They get it from their advertisers, well, so right? So if, if that's how they get their money, don't you want to know? Who it's them, none of my business. In other words, when, don't you want to know who is involved with some of the people? Would you want to have those business alliances with people that you don't? We'll with? talk about that when we come back in just a minute. Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing, using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bradas, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. Hi, welcome to Heroes in Action. I'm Ray Amanat, founder and creator of this training system. I originally made it so that everyone can train for free. We have programs for kids, for women, families, and businesses. I'm an author, speaker, and educator on everything that has to do with violence and bullying prevention education. If you'd like more information about who we are and what our programs are, please go to our website at heroesinaction.us or give me a call if you have any questions at 727-314-2534. We hope to see you here to train. All right, welcome back. Well, when we went to break, we were talking about Google and their advertisers. The only point I was wanting to make before we move on to our next uh, stories is Google, we need to remember, is a private company. And who a private company utilizes as far as gaining advertising revenue really is that company. So we have laws on the books, both at the federal and state local levels, as to what we have already predetermined as a society are guidelines for us to kind of adhere by. If it deals with criminality, fraud, uh, pornography, whatever, all those laws are already in the book. So if you see something, whether it's on Google or ABC, CBS or whatever, if you see something that's not supposed to be there, we have a channel already set up for that. You're supposed to report that to the specific department that's in charge of that. That department then gets in, in touch with the uh, aggressor, whoever is making this particular bad move, and they're supposed to discipline them. If they don't do that in the future, then there's disciplinary actions after that. But the the, the thought that we as a a governmental body as the government can come into a local business or any business and tell them who and who they cannot utilize to generate revenue for their business. 
I just think that getting into kind of a touchy subject, and I'm really not really that interested. Well, it's just interesting, but that's the issue. That's it's the because issue. Because now we're going into, when we're looking at our last segment here, really talking about election integrity. Correct. Uh, who, when we're talking about who, that legislators are the ones legislating, right? That's the, and they're supposed to be coming from a we to people point of view. They're supposed to be representing us when they take these bills in, and we're kind of wondering, hey, are they doing it? Um, and so all of these things really come to bear when you have these larger context conversations. Uh, for instance, um, even over here, what when things actually go to court, I think what you'll see is, is a lot of people kind of wonder, does it matter when it goes to court? Is anybody going to do anything about the grievance? Is anybody going to, you know, are, are we going to get a response? And we wonder sometimes. Yeah. And, and those responses... Sadly, in our in our society, we get to dictate a path. We get to say, here's what you do procedurally wise, but we don't dictate outcomes. So if the outcome is not desired that you get, then you got to change the process. How do we change the process? Through those legislators that Susan just talked about. So this particular story, Maricopa County announces an investigation of the election printer issues. Well, they've already established through the uh, lawsuit that was brought forth by Carrie Lake that there were you know, abnormalities in the election. I don't understand why this wasn't addressed during that lawsuit, but it wasn't. So we'll see how this continues to move forward in, in Arizona with Maricopa County. They've got a lot of their own problems. Well, what a lot of printer settings. I mean, this, these are just, that is, yeah. there's a lot. There's all these little pieces and you got to get involved, folks. You got to start paying attention instead of just look, leaving it all up to those people and that group of people. You this can this, this you. group of stories is called election integrity for a reason. It's, it's, and it's civic duty. How do we get involved and, and that sort of thing? This next story comes to us more on a federal level. So this one is uh, in the great state of New York. George Santos, who was just recently elected to the, uh, the House. Uh, he is a Republican, by the way. And this, this story involved him during his political campaign running. He actually changed his resume. He, he made a lot of lies and, and and things that were just fictional on his resume. Mm. And it was pointed out, he made nothing was done about it. He was allowed to run, he was allowed to be elected. So his poor opponents weren't arguing on, a, on the same foot. And uh, now he is graciously going to uh, edit his social media post. But I think it's a little bit after the, uh, shutting well, the barn so door after not, the horse is gone. So this is interesting, it's, he's enabled, it has to do with the comments on the post. He's not changing the post, as no. you mentioned. And so what, why would that be important? Why is that a thing? Why is it important that you have an accurate resume so the no, voters can detail no, what they're voting no, for? That's not my question. My question is, why would it matter so much what the comments might say he about know, it? Because he knows he did yeah. wrong and he's not being held responsible for it. So that's just it. it. When we, we, there's this idea of this public, of this general opinion, right? And we know it in marketing. You want everybody to want to be a part of what you're doing. That's what marketing is all about. That tells me there's a whole lot of marketing going on in politics today. And nobody refereeing. Mm -hmm. I want the ref to blow his whistle 10 but yards. Gonna, instead, we'll just shut off what people are saying and we will give an opinion and everybody can just the refs assume are, that the that's The refs are in opinion. on the game. So we want no dirty refs Man, for elections. That's the truth right there. Next to us, uh, this final story of the day, which is an important one. Georgia City. This is a, a city in... so excited. This is a city in Georgia who finally figured out that they don't have to have the county that runs their elections, right? We're all told as cities that we need this county to process. We go to this particular location, this location, they've set up all the stuff for us to go vid, punch your whatever. The city figured out, you don't have to do that. You can actually run those elections as a city and then just turn in the results. What a revelation for me. If we can bypass these corrupt... <laughs> I loved it. Because most of yeah. the corruption is occurring now on these 
county levels because well, it's a little bit yeah. bigger and harder to wield. Well, it's, it's one of those things where they've actually proven absolutely every county all over the nation has been corrupted on corrupted. some level because what happens is you don't understand those machines. You think you do, but you, you don't. And you, there's there's things that happen from the time you actually place your vote to the time it's counted. And if you look in your own county, folks, you might be very surprised to learn that your secretary of state, your county, your precinct chair all have very different numbers for who voted for who. So what if you have a county that is populated by, let's say, an overage of Republican cities as opposed to Democrats, but let's say at the county level that the election is being monitored, run, and, and man managed by Democrats. So if your entire county is more Republican but managed by Democrats, what do you think the turnout's going to be on that election? Same vice versa. What if it's the other way around? So I think if you could, if you could find a way, which this particular city has done, to dilute the power of the county, keeping that as close to home as possible. You and I are really big on individuals and individual rights. So the smaller we make this, I think the better. If, if these cities were in charge of their own destinies mm -hmm. on these elections, I just think it'd be easier to, to manage than doing it all at the county level. You know, I, I really, really do. This is something that, um, that we're not gonna get away from, uh, folks we're going to have to start really paying attention to how we run our own and how we participate. Gone are the days when you can just vote and walk away. You need to participate in the vote. There's not a whole bunch of these people doing it. We are going to have to participate or it's not we the people. It's in all aspects of that vote and the process from getting setting up that polls, running the polls, and closing it down and counting. We'll be back in just a minute. OBBM Network News is recorded at our Farmers Branch, Texas, Grace Point Media Studios, located off of Luna and 635. Join us again Monday through Friday on CBS Orlando 55.11 at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And everyone can watch on your smart TV apps, such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network podcasts on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to your podcast. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. If you've got stories you want us to cover or you want to sponsor or support this show, know that we're 100% grassroots funded by you and consider it a labor of love to get this information out there. You keep the lights on for us. So consider being a member of our locals community at the $5, $10, or $25 level to keep these programs coming. Sponsorship makes payroll, and we're grateful for their support, so use their services.